Welcome to Asshat Analysts, the debate game show where the points definitely matter and we take things way too seriously. My name is Josh Johnson, and I'm joined here with my roommates, Nathaniel Jackson. Yo, yo, yo. And Kyle Jenis. Howdy. Stay tuned to find out who truly is the king of pulling random facts and arguments right out of their ass. Welcome to this Monday's Parlay episode. We are joined by special guest William Fleming. Hello. I'm looking forward to it. I've known Will quite a long, long time, and it's going to be a fun one. 13 years. Yeah, we, we've, uh, outside of Josh and I's long history of debating meaningless topics, uh, I would say Will and I maybe even have a longer running history of that. I oh boy. would, yeah, I think I have never had more meaningless debates <laughs> with a single human being than I have with Nathaniel Jackson. It actually was... Uh, rethinking of some of those debates that that partially led to the creation of this podcast transformers so, the first one is miles better than transformers 3 let no, me just not. yeah clear the air yes. thank you transformers yes. 3 is better we can discuss one. that at we a later time but i will i will only pose the question <laughs> but let's not what is the goal of each film transformers then, one to be good <laughs> <laughs> or not to be good Ooh. oh what here we go yeah, we can uh, maybe one day when Will's back on the op- episode, we will reintroduce that uh, argument between Will and I. Oh, that why did we had. not do that as the part of the topic? <laughs> yeah, you guys really uh, made a mistake <laughs> there. You had we the dropped whole, whole <laughs> all right, world. All right, uh, has everybody here seen all the Transformers movies? Yes. Yes. All right. I've Are we including one, 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 the fourth and, and fifth one? No, oh. I haven't seen four and five. Oh, I forgot about those. Yeah, uh, we're, we're, we'll just skip the Mark Wahlberg fourth ones. Fourth one okay. is the one where Mark Wahlberg does the dinosaur stuff. Right? Does everybody yes, feel comfortable just switching the parlay right now? The topic is now going to be rank the Transformers <laughs> movies. What, uh, only yeah. the first three of them. Please rank them in first to third, and then we'll just discuss that. Yeah, sure. You want to do that? Uh, like, I mean, I- I'm down. If you guys are down, oh it's your show. Oh my gosh, uh, I was really actually excited for. But that. also, okay. I definitely have some very good arguments about Robin Williams. Yeah, All right, yeah, that's yeah, true. Okay. Let's just yeah. we'll stick with our original topic. Okay, but one um, is better than this. Two. Is something we will debate with Will Fleming in the future. Yeah, <laughs> noted. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. So, Nathaniel, uh, what's our actual I topic? Kind of hate that I brought that up. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, so, our topic today is what is the best Robin Williams performance in his filmography? Uh, we're limiting it to his filmography. No stand-up. No uh, of his other. None of his other things. Um, so. Uh yeah, Kyle, what'd you pick? I picked Genie from Aladdin. Mm. <laughs> why? Why? Yeah. Well, not to sound ominous, no, but, but no. why? Well, okay, small so you, role. You know? well, yeah, very small role. Yeah. I mean, great, great. Performance. No, it, it yeah. is. Well, and here's here's the reason I picked it. To be brutally honest, I haven't seen a lot of Robin Williams, like his actual, like his other movies. Like I've seen parts of them, like certain ones. Like I've seen parts of Your Pick, Will, which is Goodwill Hunting. Spoiler alert. But why'd you have to do my it bad? <laughs> Cut. <laughs> no, you're fine. I, I, I'm for whatever reason. It's just <laughs> I haven't seen a lot of his movies. I just have not. I'm so hurt right now. I know. I know. I'm very <laughs> dick move. Well, at least we know that. Uh, first off, <laughs> Genie was a great performance by yes. him, and it I, I do agree with that. Um, but I don't think it was his best. Um, and it does bring me comfort to know that you're picking the. Uh, the genie simply because you haven't seen right his it's, other ones. The reason I picked it is because I can't argue for a film I haven't seen. Well, I, you can, true. but well, yes, but I feel like it would. Be I have. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. I what feel was like the, Josh the not recommended many times. Definitely yeah. not recommended. Right. 
I feel like it would be disingenuous, and I, I could do at least, like, with the knowledge I have of the movie, I could accurately be like, yeah, you know, he, it's actually one of the cool things I read was Genie was actually specifically catered to Robin Williams when yeah. they were, like, picking, trying to find someone to do the character. They actually, <laughs> there's a story that, um, from one of Robin Williams' uh, stand-up bits about, like, I think it's about schizophrenia or something. He has, like, a schizophrenia bit. They actually made a draft animation of Genie growing a second head and arguing with himself to, like, match that. And actually, it made Robin Williams laugh so hard that he's like, okay, you got me. Let's do this role. So the fact that they just pulled that off, I feel like, was, like, a perfect match. And plus, it's, like, it's, I feel like it's a lot of, like, kids' introductions into, like, Robin Williams. Like, that's the, like, that's the first role I know him as is Genie from Aladdin. It's just this blue animated cartoon character that's like you've got these three wishes what you want to do with them and like you like you said i think earlier we had talked it, it is a it's more of a support role but it's i feel like from what i know of robin williams his support roles are just as strong as whoever the lead character is in his movies like he's the he's the number two of the one two punch of yeah. the cast he, yeah he's yeah. like he definitely brought the heat and as genie and Aladdin. I mean, like, yeah. he really makes that movie fantastic. Yeah, it's, like, it's a good movie. Like, it's a great plot, mm-hmm. solid acting, but, like, Robin Williams' genie. Yeah. That's the best part of the movie, let's yeah. be honest. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody else in that movie is just shady and questionable and not... They don't have a, a good amount of character. Oh, the, yeah, no. If you've actually watched... When was the last time you guys watched Aladdin? Uh, oh, it's it's been a minute for sure, but... I want to say college. It was with a, it was with a friend. Couple months ago, I think I was going okay. through Disney Plus movies okay. and watched it. There's, there's a lot of things date. and choices that the characters make that are just, oh yeah, really they're, strange. They're really yeah. bizarre. But it's Genie just, is one of the people in that that is kind of genuine throughout. Jasmine wasn't ter- was not a terrible person if I remember correctly, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, she she's also a princess that doesn't understand the economics kinda, of her country yeah. and doesn't understand the <laughs> yeah. the laws and justice and how that works. A little uh, naive, perhaps, but yeah. From what I remember, yeah. she wasn't but, like a bad person. Well, I, like, I felt no. like Aladdin was like yeah. But she also had Not to be written that way so that the story could take place. Yeah, okay. I mean, yes, she did. <laughs> but I just I thought it was interesting that she like was built up to be this kind of like strong independent woman and then in the third act um kind of pimps her own self out in order to save Aladdin. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like if you I'll rewatch be honest, it, I didn't and make you it paid... through the last half of the movie. <laughs> I'm not surprised. I wonder if that's saying <laughs> something. Yeah, yeah. The first yeah. half was solid. Oh, yeah. yeah great. Yeah. yeah, that's where Genie's really well, more involved in the first half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The second half, he's he kind playing, of He just... kind of comes to the background after, like, Jafar captures him and makes him yeah. his Genie. Yeah. Um, honestly, and I think part of the reason why I like the role is, like like you guys all said, it's he's, he's the most, I guess, complete or at least competent or, like, not having these ill motives or anything like that. It's just... His purpose is to serve his master, and obviously, it, it, he makes it fun and everything. Like it's very animated. He's like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm trying to think. Animated. Y- yes, uh, it's, yeah, <laughs> literally, it literally is animated. He's it's just literally like, animated. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Therefore, there is no facial expression or anything that you yeah. get specifically from Robin Williams. Yeah. I would have loved to be like in the room, like watching him, like do these performances, like because. Actually, there's yeah, in in the DVD set, and I'm sure they're on YouTube. Yeah, you but can watch see, him yeah, do the well, voice acting yeah, of it. I love how animated he is while doing that. It's incredible. Yeah. 
Well, that's that, that's that's the thing is like that role was made like the fact that that role was made for him is just it's so perfect, and I don't like and like you said, Josh. I don't know if it is the best of his all performances, but out of what I've seen, that to me is the best, and again, probably my personal favorite. But it's just it's fun. It's it's I it's like you said when we were talking about it, it's iconic. Mm-hmm. It's just that's Robin Williams to me. Like that's that's some of his. Does define yeah. a now facet of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd say, I'd say it's yeah. like the, the yeah. comedic facet. It, it's definitely sure. also yeah. his best uh, performance as a voice actor, in my yeah. opinion. Does he have uh, other notable voice acting performances? Out of curiosity, he did Fender in yeah. Robots in like the mid two thousands. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I don't like that movie. Oh, I I kind of enjoyed that one. I, it was it was fun. Like when I, when I went, like growing up as a kid, you know, oh, that's kind of cool. I mean, I haven't seen it in years, so I don't think I've actually seen that one. It was a. Uh, it was odd, from what I remember. Yeah, they made a lot of jokes about like oh, old mother robots, like rear end. It was very yeah, because <laughs> it was very odd, like re- yeah. repeating jokes about it. it was so very he strange. was Dennis the dog in absolutely anything. Um, mm. There was an animated wait, Night at the Museum, Secret of the Tomb. Oh my, that's God. the third night. He the museum. was There's the a third one. He was yes, like General Custer or something. Or no, well, uh, yeah, Teddy Roosevelt. He, he Teddy Roosevelt. Roosevelt. There you go. Not he, he not also museum. he yeah, also so. voiced Garuda in that movie. Oh, weird. Um, and huh? he voiced two characters in both Happy Feet movies, um, Napoleon Cross and Everyone's Hero. Who did he voice in Happy Feet? Uh, Ramon and Loveless. Oh, Lovelace was the macaroni Lovelace, penguin yeah, that yeah, had the, the uh, plastic had a, ring. Yeah, stuck around his neck. And Ramon was one of the uh, one with the kind of the blonde mohawk that. Oh the, my yeah. god! Like the guys yeah. that had the Hispanic accents, yeah. kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah. Group of, Oh my gosh, yeah. they those were actually, actually were, hilarious. Those were those were pretty good too. Yeah, they were pretty good characters. Yeah. Yep. Again, that's like that plays to his comedic side. You like, forget how many things. Oh, he's Robert in Fern Contributed to. What? Yeah, he's Batty Coda, the Bat Thing. Interesting. I haven't seen that movie in a long time, but that's his cool. official like, title: Batty Coda the Bat Batty Thing. Coda the Bat <laughs> Thing. Batty Coda Willie. I um, watched Fern Gully two on uh, VHS like over fifty times as a child. I would just play it every day after school like for like three one. or four weeks straight. My mom is uh, still really confused about that one because I never actually saw the first one. But you were just know. so fascinated with the second one. Man, I was six years old. The whole world yeah. was a mystery. Yeah, Fern Gully two was the only thing that was filling the void. No. It's okay. I did the same thing Fern with Gully the Swan Princess. Fern is the Princess. only thing that gave him any meaning. Fern Gully 2. 2. Yeah, Thank yeah, yeah. you. Fern Gully 2. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Direct to video. <laughs> yes. I mean, probably, yeah. Yeah. Well, it definitely was. There was a lot of... Disney came out with a lot of... Uh, Direct to video stuff. That yeah. was actually another interesting fact about Aladdin. Um, it was the film that spawned, like... Uh, there's a, It's a specific name for, like, the studio... It's the studio... The studio in Disney, but, like, started a lot of, like, the other anime... Like, the animations, like, the TV shows and everything, like... Mm-hmm. And a lot of the... Un- uh, Masterpiece Theater? I can't remember the name of it, but, um... It's something tuned studios or animation or studios or something. I can't remember the name, but... Basically, it's a specific department that, like, made a lot of the direct-to-video sequels and, like, animated cartoon shows... Okay, yeah, like yeah. Hercules when he was in high school, and then yeah, yeah, there's the Aladdin TV show. Mm-hmm. And oh, I remember that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I don't. I don't think. I think they ended up getting somebody else to voice Genie for for the TV show. They yes, did they for did. the TV show and, and Aladdin two and Aladdin two, okay. but not, but then he came back and did. Uh, he came back for Aladdin three, which was Gro- Prince of Thieves. Yeah, uh, I, I think I don't two remember. Two was like forty days or forty nights or something like uh, hundred nights. Or that something. was Return of Jafar. 
That was Return of Jafar, Jafar was yeah. two, and then three was Prince of Thieves. Prince of Thieves. Uh, or yeah. no, it's not Prince of Thieves. It's, uh, King of Thieves? It's something of Thieves. I think it's King of Thieves. Prince of Thieves, I think you might be getting confused. It's about Aladdin's dad. Or something with knights. Yeah, spoiler alert. Maybe that may be a different series. I haven't seen Uh, it. Arabian Nights (laughs) is a completely different movie. Uh, It's the King of Thieves. King of Thieves. Okay. Josh was right. Of which Aladdin is the prince. Yeah. Yeah. I may be thinking about the Scooby Doo original video game. (laughs) 100 Nights, 100 Frights. No? No one? No. No. This is just a tripping down memory. Not much of a gamer. Uh, That's unfortunate. (laughs) Dude, the Scooby Doo video game was a classic. Yeah. Sorry, completely off topic. It was on PS2. It was on PS2. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Why am I thinking of the mu- played it? Why am I thinking of the museum game where you had to like go to different parts of the museum? That was for PC, but mm, I, yeah, I have no idea what you're talking. about. I don't know. About. No, anyway, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Did you find the uh, the name of the studio? I, I looked. I didn't okay. see it. I know. I know what you're talking about because it's in a, a documentary that's on Disney Plus that I watched. Mm-hmm. I just don't remember what. It's I see. Called. I read it. And I I didn't write it down, but I was like, oh, I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's also interesting because like doing, uh, I forget what movie it was, but Robin Williams did another movie with Disney. I think it was right after Aladdin, and it like he they burned bridges with Robin Williams, and that's why he didn't return to do Aladdin two, um, and he swore that he would never return to Disney mm-hmm. ever. Did Disney produce Hook? Um, yes, yes. Uh, they did. Hook was what, actually was I think the year a couple either one year or two years before Aladdin. Aladdin. Yeah, because yeah. Aladdin was ninety. No, it was the end of 90... I had it in my notes. Hang yeah, on. I don't remember. Um, yeah, I, I almost picked Hook, but... Oh, Hook. I forgot but he was I was Hook gonna, as well. Yeah, I was going to so pick good. Hook, be, not because of Robin Williams' performance, but because John Williams did the score, and I love it. Different but, Williams. <laughs> yeah, yeah, different Williams. I mean, he does also do Aladdin was yeah. Aladdin was November 1992. Yeah. I think okay. Hook was 1990 or 91. Hmm. Um, Jumanji... Oh, came out in 95. I almost picked one. Flubber. Oh my gosh. So many. Flubber was actually... Flubber. Flubber was the first role I ever saw. I was going to pick Flubber for movies. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah. if I was going to pick a movie for the meme, it would have been Flubber. Flubber was like the first Robin Williams movie films. I think I ever saw. Yeah. yeah, they played us that like after school care in yeah. elementary school. True. Yeah. That's probably I mean, the second Robin Williams movie. I was in Florida, bro. I don't know about you. They did that here, too. Similar minds. Great minds. Oh, yeah. Some... I guess that's just a good kids movie. It's Flubber! <laughs> I don't enjoy that movie anymore. The rubber I, oh God, I, I don't around. like Flubber at all. Oh, you didn't like the movie? It's a I good did movie. at the time. He I don't now. now. Oh, wow. I have zero interest in ever watching it again. Yeah. It, it's honestly good. It's not I like... Mean, it's, a, it's like a kids movie. Yeah. Yeah. But that did not really age all that well. The plot's fine. Like, I like Jumanji. That's a good one. Yeah. It's Board better games than, better. Better than the Oh, remakes. yeah. It's true. I haven't actually played the Jumanji board game. It's fun. I have it at my house. We I really? feel like we've played it. Should we I do that for a bonus it. night? Might as well. Um, yeah, Will, which movie did you pick? <laughs> uh, I picked Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. yeah. Phenomenal movie right there. Great movie. Uh, it's a story about a young man named Will. Haha, <laughs> very funny. Who <laughs> is joke. a janitor at Harvard. And he goes on this miraculous journey of self-discovery aided by his therapist, Robin Williams, where he, you know, um, figures out what he cares about in life and how he sees the world. And it's really good. It's uh, really powerful. There's a lot of really good life lessons I think you can take away from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, things about, you know, confronting your fears and seizing the moment and, you know, taking control of your life instead of just letting it pass you by and being afraid of things like abandonment. Yeah. I will so. say I haven't seen again. Unfortunately, I haven't seen 
all of it, but I've seen, especially the scene where it's the, uh, the it's not your fault scene. Yeah, that's powerful. Dude, Ooh. that scene, oh my god. Yeah. That that alone, like, mm, that's that hits you. And that hits you real it's hard. It's a movie that's known for iconic scenes. So yeah. I mean, like, there there are a lot of like those five minute scenes that are just like crazy powerful, like dialogue wise. And and I mean that scene stands out to me. The scene where he like first meets him and confronts him about his dead wife and stuff stands out. Yeah. But out of all of those like the biggest one is definitely when they're like down by the river on the on the park bench, like when they're still figuring out if he's actually going to see him for therapy or not. It's I assume that's earlier in the movie probably or, uh, yeah, it's, it's probably like uh, roughly a third of the way through the act. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I, I, Goodwill hunting is, uh, on a similar level, uh, to me as far as impact on my life as uh dead poet society, both movies, have stuck with me for a very long time. And I watched them both, actually, for the first time in uh, my English class in uh, high school. My sophomore year? Did you just have a whole unit on Robin Williams? No. Um, it was... Which, so Dead Poets Society, she showed us for, an, uh, for a reason. I don't remember what the reason was. Um, but it was, like, the first time that I... You know, when you're in school and someone, like, a teacher shows you a movie, you don't ever actually pay attention to the movie. At least I didn't. It was just kind of like a uh, movie. All right, nap, yeah, it's like a nap time, or uh, I'm gonna doodle, screw, mess around on my phone, or do whatever. Um, but Dead Poet Society was a movie that actually like I watched the entire thing of, and so was Goodwill Hunting. She showed that at the end of the year as just a hey, the school year is ending, and I'm gonna show this movie. Um, oh my goodness, I love good choice. Well, and I think um, Dead Poet Society is a good one to show kind of at the beginning of, especially in English class, because mm -hmm. that's the the whole point is that he's teaching English and... Well, poetry specifically. Well, but, okay. Yeah. But but it is like, you know, the, the specific words that you use and don't say that you're very tired, say that you're, you know, morose or, yeah. you know, I, I think exactly. that was the yeah. comparison that he makes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, and, you know, <laughs> I, I will always remember the line, the... Uh, like the English invented was uh, English language was invented for one reason and one reason only to woo women. <laughs> yep. Um, is that the same terrible <laughs> reason? Cause it doesn't even sound that nice. I mean, I no. hear French and I hear like Latin and it's well, Spanish. Okay. And I'm like, damn, this would just sounds so much better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. English is very choppy. They really missed well, the mark with that one. Well, no, well, it's in English. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> just imagine like a Japanese well, dub. The, so the, the point he's trying to make in that scene is he's talking about, um, kind of how underutilized English language actually is um, and how we don't uh, we get lazy with English and use everyday words and don't use some of the more beautiful phrases and realistically he's not actually talking about English he's talking about poetry not English in that scene um, and uh, it's because he he's talking uh, he had just given them a lesson on like carpe diem sees the day um, and kind of how important that is as a life lesson and how you should apply that to your life. Um, it's also just an incredible performance from him because he's not the main character of the movie. Um, he is a side character, but he fits that side character role extremely well. Um, the movie in general, I think, I don't consider myself an educator. I am a substitute teacher part-time because uh, I, I teach myself some things. So. <laughs> I enjoy being around young people and trying to leave an impression on young people and 
um, being aware of the fact that someone's always looking up to me. Uh, and I think the role that he plays in that movie is extremely important for people to be aware of, of you have an impact on these people and on people around you and how you speak to them, how they speak to you, your interactions with them, and you have a responsibility. Um, and that's a very heavy theme in the movie because um, he has an incredible impact on this group of young men. And then you follow one character and you see um, he's kind of cha- this uh, class is kind of changing the direction he wants to take his life in. And his parents are very against it and are trying to get, you know, Robin Williams character fired the whole time. They're like, I want him gone. He's manipulating these boys. And the main character ends up actually killing himself at the end of the movie. Oh. Um, not the end of the movie. Near the end of the movie. Um, and it's this huge moment of the way you treat those around you and how what you say and all these things have immense impacts. And you have to kind of be aware of that at all times. And Robin Williams actually at one point feels guilty because of the impact that he had on the kids, even though it was to the kids it was a good impact they changed the way that they thought or he changed the way they thought about poetry and the way that they thought about um just life so what exactly happened to make the kid commit suicide I, uh, uh, the, the father basically was abusing him and telling him that he couldn't follow the dreams he had and uh, yeah it's just yeah. rude yeah it's like, really bad why it's it's rough to watch it's it's a gradual thing that builds up over yeah, time yeah. throughout the movie too it's not just a all of a sudden you can't follow your dreams okay (laughs) like it is built very very well okay okay so it also has some very very powerful moments the oh captain my captain moment gave me chills it's incredible that our first two and then i mean i guess nathaniel we haven't technically gotten to his answer yet but three of the four answers are robin williams in a supporting role yeah even though he does have a lot of famous movies where he's He's the, the yeah, lead. He's the lead. Yeah. I mean, like even when he's a supporting role, he's he's his own lead. Yeah, I mean, he's just so powerful. Yeah, the movies that he's in. Yeah, well, and I think that's because he does so well of playing off of other people and playing off of other situations, um, and so he can really bring, you know, any character that he plays can be memorable, and then he brings it to life. Um, mm-hmm. and so even when you know, he really kind of embodies that there are no small parts kind of things. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I think for me, Dead Poet Society, it's it it as sad as it was when Robin Williams actually passed away, I think Dead Poet Society kind of embodies um a lot of what Robin Williams was saying before he died of always treat people kindly, you never know what they're going through and that kind of thing. And that's kind of a lot of the themes or some of the themes that are in Dead Poet Society, which is a theme that he lived by, which it might be a reason he chose to do the role um, and be in this movie, but uh, it just gives me chills to think about. I gotcha. Josh, what'd you pick? Um, so I picked uh, Good Morning Vietnam. Nice. Uh, so it's a, a movie about um, a radio disc jockey um, who gets uh, transferred from, you know, transferred in the Air Force to uh, Saigon during the Vietnam War and 
um, he does a radio show and uh, brings humor and kind of Saigon's in Vietnam. It is, yes. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it was one of the the main um, army bases during the. I know the Vietnam War. It's a joke. <laughs> I have not actually seen this movie. <laughs> oh. I haven't either. Thanks. I know nothing. About I know the phrase, so. but never seen the movie. Okay. Yeah. Well, you're familiar with the ago. Vietnam War. Yes. And oh, you're yeah. familiar <laughs> with how terrible it was. Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, not exactly the best. Yeah. Yeah. Just a, really a strategic nightmare. Um, Among other things. Yes. But Political so it's nightmare. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so what happens in the movie, Josh? So in the movie, um, he it does this uh, kind of comedy news kind of segment, um, but it's a, it's a really cool way to actually look into what I think Robin Williams kind of as as a person kind of embodied throughout his life of bringing humor into dark places and to make the little moments just a little bit better. Um, and you know, even though you know a bunch of these troops were going through hell um he was able to you know for a few hours in the morning and a few hours in the evening was able to make that a little more bearable um and there's a really cool scene um where you know throughout the movie robin williams kind of gets himself into trouble and reports unofficial news um and he gets suspended and then is asked to come back because the troops have sent in tens of thousands of letters they've called in all these times and say like the, the guy that you got in to replace him is just absolute garbage. We want, um, we want Adrian back. Um, oh, that's his character's name. Yeah, yeah. Um, Adrian. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he actually makes that joke in the movie. Oh my um, god. <laughs> so Robin Williams. But uh, so, and he's, he's still seeing. He's still like, even though people have been asking for him and the troops want him back, he still is kind of hesitant to go back because he's like, well, no, I'm not going to be able to do what I want. I'm tired of, you know, kind of working for people that don't appreciate me or like are just trying to censor me. Um, and uh, they get stuck in traffic behind these like three trucks of troops that are about to be shipped out to a really dangerous part in the conflict. Um, and he just kind of has this kind of impromptu, um, you know, radio show for them live, just like talking to them and kind of goes back and forth and gets their names and things like that. Um, and it kind of shows him that, you know, the little bit that he does actually does have an effect on these individuals and can make them smile when they're about, like, they're, they're about, basically, they're about to die. Um, and he can still make that a little bit better and make it a little personal. So it's, and it is, it is one of those things because it, it shows him, like, in a radio booth, um, you get to see that kind of animation of him talking into a, a mic and things like that that you were mm-hmm. talking about, uh, you know, seeing him as he's, as voice acting the genie yeah you do get that as a part of the film um in a lot of the lines in it were improvised by him that were just kind of like he had some oh, really yeah he had like some kind of things in there but it's robin williams so you just put him in front of a mic and the whole thing is him like telling you know these news and doing this but still kind of improving and being light with it and so it's almost like he's not even acting you know he just kind of gets to go do his thing for for a large segment of it um but I think the the message of it is kind of going, you know, what is censorship, you know, or is it is it okay to be censored on on certain things? Who kind of is the enemy? And overall, just to you know remember to have fun and keep things light, even if you're going through something that's terrible. That you know, a little laughter can can make almost anything more bearable. 
So mm-hmm. it's it's not necessarily as heavy as um, you know Goodwill Hunting or dead the Dead Society. Poet Society. Um, and it's it's somewhere between it's, like, it's darker than Aladdin. Yeah, but it's it's somewhere in the middle there of like it is light and humorous and it is a comedy. Um, but there are kind of you know dramatic bits and it's like the middle ground between theirs and and mine. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it is rated R. So well, I, yeah, yeah, Vietnam. I also feel like it would, it might be more impactful on like a vet or someone than it would to the four of us who none of us have ever been in the military. Yeah, just think, especially people who were in <coughs> Vietnam War. Any movie about that time period is just. Well, Probably so there's not, like, you don't really see, like, a lot of the battle and things like that, because he is kind of in the middle, like, he's in the city of Saigon, and he is mm. doing a radio show. So he's got, like, as far as the, yeah, the you know, the, the army and the military the story, is concerned. He, he doesn't really, he, doesn't he teach, like, a class? He does, yeah, so yeah. that's part of what he does, is he teaches an English class. Yeah. Um, yeah. Falls in love with so the he likes, enemies. Mm-hmm. He likes teaching English. Yeah, one of the last scenes in the movie is him teaching that class how to play softball before he's shipped out. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so... Sounds interesting. Sounds like something I would like. Yeah, I, I really do think cool, you would yeah. like it. So, yeah. but it's—I mean—it's that classic, like witty, quick, like super fast. I would recommend watching it with uh, um, subtitles on. Because um, he, he talks that one. Fast. I do. I he know Nathaniel's really kind of scoffing and shaking his head. I do like watching things yeah. with subtitles on. But as fast as Robin Williams is, it is a benefit to be able to read. He he does talk really faster in the radio scene. I yeah. will say, like incredibly fast. I think it's yeah. weird. If it's already it's in English, funny. why have subtitles on? I, just, I don't know. It's it's just weird to me. Have I you just, tried listening to an auctioneer? It's like I'm like what? I mean, yeah, but I don't watch auctions. That's well. Yeah, but you want to hear every <laughs> single word this auctioneer is saying. Yeah, I no just want to understand. But there's no subtitles in real life. Well, I don't know if your ears are gonna be able to pick up every single word he says. Or maybe you're really strong. Maybe you got really know. strong ears. I don't know. I like to think I do. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, For his hobby, kind of needs ear strong ears. <laughs> <laughs> ear, ke- ear kegels. Yeah, ear kegels. It's actually <laughs> called an ear fly. Oh, okay, oh, my yeah. bad. That's and six times a week in the gym for oh, reason. Six times Joke in the day. Yeah. It's yeah. exhausting. Ears just keep going, though. I know that one. That tinnitus, dude. Don't need no we, rest we, days. We're saying Nathaniel already did Dead Poet Society, right? I mean, he more yeah. or less did. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, no, he gave uh, his. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I, yeah, kind of basically did, I just guess. jumped the line. Yeah, sorry, well, sorry, sorry Josh. Josh. No, that's fine. I mean, it, it it's that's where the conversation goes. Yeah. We're not necessarily, you know, in any kind of structure here. It's it's uh, you know, yeah, we oh, have Josh. some we have oh, some I'm structure, sorry. but we definitely. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, Good. I don't know. I, I <laughs> apology accepted. Yeah, I I just love Robin Williams. All of his yeah movies. Yeah, I remember when he so passed good. away, and Mr. Martin said something like, like I don't care. Like, a, like a, he's like, you guys can stop being sad. And, like, probably his death is, like, meaningless. And I was like, dude, are you oh, my God. What? Yeah. yeah. Well, so that's that, insane. I, yeah. High school teacher. I, I mean, I, my favorite guy. I also feel like that's just a, a teacher who is saying that in the intent of you're not able to focus in my class. Please focus and listen to me. I know but Josh has a really different opinion on him than I do. I did not like the man. I, well, so I also think, Mr. Mr. Martin, if you're listening, I'm very sorry. <laughs> I also, so I also got him his first semester teaching at the school and his first semester teaching. Okay. So I think I, I got him maybe before he was a little, he might have gotten a little more jaded, but it. I mean, if you're a teacher later. and you get jaded <laughs> after two or three year. years, that is not a good sign. No, it's not. Um, well, he also had a, you know, a full 
successful career beforehand and instead of retiring early he decided that he would go teach for a couple of years so i it's yeah anyways right. it's different we're not necessarily debating him but i <laughs> dude was an th- but i do i kind of understand <laughs> what he's saying and it's not specific to robin williams i don't think i think it's overall your day-to-day life has not necessarily changed i think you may be and giving him a little more credit than he's due I might Personal be, opinion. I might be, but I also think that there's a lot of people that get like when a celebrity dies and something like that. It is sad, but it's also not necessarily going to affect your day-to-day life and your personal life. And so it's true, but if pe- people can be a little sad if they want for a day and it won't yeah. it shouldn't hurt anything. Yeah. I mean, I mean I agree, especially if it's someone that you've either A looked up to or B yeah. has had a large impact on you. Yeah. It's, and it's I mean, I totally I Robin Williams falls into that category. I mean, I feel like a I lot of his he, movies are pretty impactful, especially yeah. On our generation. Yeah, I think most people would agree that he's had at least some sort of impact on the way that their outlook of life. I mean, like, no offense to Kim Kardashian, but if she passed away, I probably wouldn't blink an eye tomorrow. Like, I would be like, well, well, that's unfortunate. Uh, Yeah, someone somewhere would. Yeah, she's had an impact on some people's lives. Hasn't had an impact on mine. And that's not like her fault or anything. But I mean, when Robin Williams did pass, yeah, Yeah. I was a little devastated. I also think it depends on the level of sadness that you're talking about. Yeah. Um, which I, and I don't distraught. know what the class he, was. No one was really saying anything though, and he just kind of like brought it up out of nowhere and was like, "I don't care." Okay, like he I'm also, above that. He so. also has a tendency to, at least even when we were teaching, of just saying like the harshest thing that he could possibly say. Oh yeah, simply no. to either he was basically trolling us in the classroom. He he just um, he was kind of an asshole. Yeah, he'd be real yeah. good on Reddit. I bet. Yeah, yeah. a little bit. Oh yeah, he would have gotten but, like, huge Reddit karma. Mr. Yeah. Martin, if you're out there and you're listening to this right now, you should make a Reddit account immediately. <laughs> are you, are you truly you believe would, he doesn't already have one? You would farm karma like a fucking cow. <laughs> Holy shit. Maybe we need to have him on Cows the podcast. Don't farm. They are tractored. Farmed. You're <laughs> on the farm? Something. I'll reach out yeah, to Mr. Be, Martin. Have be him a on protractor. the podcast. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't need to rail on him anymore. I um, know the guy. Honestly, super intelligent man. Asshole. Yeah. He was a very yeah, successful man. Very successful. Like, asshole. Teaching because he actually felt like he had something to give, which I found very interesting. Speaking of giving, who do we want to give points to at the end of all of this? <laughs> uh, yeah, who wants to start? Um, well, you said um, so that's you. Well, I guess, yeah. You know what? Nathaniel, you get my point. Woo! I'll take it. I didn't give I didn't give a point last week, but uh, you made some you made some good points, and I was like, all right, all right, so... I'm excited to make you watch this movie. Yeah. I know one thing for sure. My parents are going to ream me when they come visit me because mm-hmm. I haven't seen Goodwill Hunting. It's one of their favorite. It's one of their favorites. And <laughs> well, just watch it with them. Yeah. Oh, that's fair. We can just do that. Yeah. It, yeah. Then oh. you can avoid a reaming. <laughs> Big brain. Really suspect. Yep. <laughs> All right. Will. Will. Did any? You don't have to give them a point if they didn't change your mind or like use your best judgment. Even if you didn't change your mind, if they made a good point that you agree with, you can reward a point. Up to you. I'm going to give Nathaniel a point as well. I liked his flow from Goodwill Hunting into Dead Poets Society. I felt he made pretty good comparisons across the movies. They, are, they had similar impacts on me, so it was kind of yeah. easy for I me d- to I do, do think they have somewhat similar themes, but yeah. anyways, it was a nice transition yeah. and it definitely made sense within the flow of the conversation. Yeah. All right, Nathaniel, who are you giving your point to? I think I want to give it to Will. Um, yeah, I'm giving my point to Will. It's 
I think not only do I already love the movie, um, but, you know, it, it is a kind of finding yourself movie. Um, and it's a performance by Robin Williams, which, as you pointed out, is a he is a side character again, once again. Um, and he just does a good job at, even though he doesn't have a ton of screen time making a large impact. So, yeah. So I actually am going to abstain from giving a point. Um, because while I do think that these are all fantastic movies and great performances by Robin Williams, um, I do think that, um, this was one of the few times that we got to see Robin Williams, kind of really be Robin Williams. Um, what? And Good Morning Vietnam. Oh, and so, so I'm like gonna, you want to give a self point kind of thing? No, I'm nah, it's just, just not going to give a point. I don't think away. anybody changed my mind. Oh. Do um, we have to change minds to give points? No, it's just, if someone made a good point. It's just n- apparently none of us ben are good at... made good points. Yeah, That's apparently crazy. we're all... Mr. Martin not being one that worthy. Bad yeah. point. <laughs> apparently wrong. Mr. Martin being a bad human being. Bad point. Negative point. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. My All first right. wish is for Josh to go bald. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> All right, well. <laughs> from uh, someone a couple weeks ago who said, I hate abstaining to someone who has now abstained the most out of all of us. Well, make better arguments. Because the argument is <laughs> not necessarily which is the best film. It's no. which performance in that was the best. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yep. And I. Oh, I mean. Okay. I, I thought. I'm just. Yeah. yeah. It's oh, definitely okay. Dead Poet Society. But. Okay. Okay. Well. I all right. Well. I didn't realize we were arguing. I, Josh D- and I always argue. Feel like an debating. Argument. It's you know, Josh and I always. It's argue, mostly between the two of them, and I have to sit back and try and time when we draw the conversation uh, back. Well, or just jump in and Good make your hunting. own points. It has more powerful uh, scenes, I would say, than Good Morning Vietnam that are propelled by Robin Williams. Yeah, which yeah. is true. In he both he, he grabs your emotion so many different times in that movie. Every single time he's on the screen. Yeah, and I think he grabs on different emotions during Good Morning Vietnam. It, he he carries the movie, but he doesn't he doesn't grab you. It's not quite the same thing. Like yeah, he he definitely is like the heavy lifter in Good Morning Vietnam. But every single time he's on the screen and, and Goodwill Hunting, I mean he's jumping off of it and he's saying something that's like wow, that's so inspirational, that's so life changing. That that is an epiphany in itself. Every single time he opens his mouth, it's incredible. All right, well I may have to revisit the movie, but yeah. that's not enough to. to oh, change I'm not, my I'm, not yet. I'm not here for your point. Yeah, I'm here to win this argument. Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen you know Good Morning Vietnam, so I can't argue against your movie. But it is what it is. I definitely think Goodwill Hunting and Dead Poets Society are his best movies. So, hundred percent agree. Yeah. All right, Kyle, what are some points at this week? So as of right now, oh my goodness, hang on, math. Um, I am still in the lead with six points. The guests and Josh are tied with five, and you are now at four. So this has become a very close race. Good night. Playing catch-up. Yeah, I am playing catch-up. I'm coming from behind. Mustard. All right. Well, we will see you guys on Wednesday for our BS episode. Bye-bye. Well, that's it for today's episode. Be sure to join us on the next episode where we will continue to debate as good friends do. Follow us on Instagram and YouTube and stay up to date on all things asshat and to participate in polls and activities throughout the week based on the themes of the upcoming episodes. We also started a Patreon for those of you who are interested in showing your support in a more direct way. On our Patreon, we have a ton of bonus content, including tier lists, loser dinners, and bonus podcast episodes. We want to continue making content that makes you think, smile, and especially laugh. 
And the best way that you guys can help us do that, leave a like or a comment, download and share all these episodes with your friends and family members who you think would enjoy our tomfoolery, our shenanigans, and all those other crazy words that encapsulate our content.